0: You are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with me, Anna Charles. This is episode 29. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast where I show you how to stop overdrinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Hi all, I hope you are well and enjoying wonderful weather this June. So I have just got back from the summer solstice celebrations at Stonehenge in Wiltshire and for those of you who don't know it, Stonehenge is a World Heritage Site and actually one of the best well-known prehistoric monuments in the whole of Europe and these days if you want to go and touch the stones and be, be among them the only real opportunity to do that is on the winter and summer solstice so that's what I did and I'm there with these thousands of other people all walks of life all ages and you turn up in the early evening and you see the The sun go down and then you wait through the cold um, hours of the early morning and then you see the sun come up in the morning to mean rebirth and growth and this huge sense of celebration. But the thing that really I was very aware of um, was... Really this sense of togetherness and what it means to be human and and natural pleasure. I talk a lot in my work about the primitive brain, our primitive brains being sort of working along the axis of wanting to seek pleasure, avoid pain and being as efficient as possible in doing that and that alcohol is a man-made pleasure that our brain wants to move towards. Well, we also talk about the the sense of natural pleasure that we have, being warm, companionship, you know, being part of the human tribe and all those things. And that all came to light in in such clear focus through the long cold what felt long uh, cold and chilly early morning hours as a, a fire in a there was a sort of an open fire pit and went along to sit by that and just to get warmth i mean literally to get warmth from because it was very misty and rather chilly you know you're in an open area here there isn't a lot of um natural cover so you're really, really feeling the cold as the temperatures drop. And then more people came to join and there was a sense of companionship looking out if somebody needed to get close to the fire cause they were colder, you know, room was made for them. And it was just a lot of interaction. So you can imagine we, we were complete strangers, but coming together as a mini community. And then somebody got, um I think it was a lute actually or mandolin or something, it was was um, plucking on that, these beautiful tunes, someone had a little drum and you know completely spontaneous and and it was it was just this most amazing sense of being human and the pleasure you can get from it such such a wonderful feeling and you know to know that that level of a natural abundant pleasure is available to you when you remove or reduce alcohol from your life I mean that is on offer if you had been sitting there none of these people were not drunk if you been sitting there or drunk it would have had a completely different vibe so anyway that's what I've been up to Um, a lot of fun a lot of learning about um, humanity and what I want to talk about today actually spins off on that a little bit in terms of talking about what's possible now, this is such a wonderful topic. I love talking about possibility. But it's one that we often, as humans in the, in the outside world, let's say outside of the bubble that was that lovely experience at Stonehenge, we often view in a rather lopsided manner. Now, more on that in a moment. But for right now, let's just talk, let's start by talking about the importance of possibility. Because you create a new reality for yourself by accessing the possibility of your future, right? You access that from the possibility of thoughts like I can create a result, I can create the result I desire, even if you have zero proof or zero evidence to that effect right now. Now I want you to consider that your current life, it's your job, your family, your bank balance, your drinking habits, All of that is a result of the thoughts and actions you've had to date. Now much of this programming will have been on loop. These are the habits, the beliefs, routines that you've been working from. Whether you're ready to admit it or not, they created your present situation. So that's you created your present situation. You drink the third glass of wine because you've never been able to stop at two. You eat the extra donut because you've never been able to lose weight you stay at the job you hate rather than setting up on your own because you're the one who decided you're afraid that you won't be able to make money out with a new business so what can you do about this well to start with i want you to believe that whatever you want for yourself is possible that's it just believe it's possible without any proof without any proof that it is To believe that you can drink just one glass of wine on a Friday night and leave it at that with ease. Or to believe that you can reprogram your desire for drink so that you are absolutely happy to drink none at all. That you can go to a restaurant or a bar and drink sparkling water without feeling deprived or as though you're missing out. That it's possible for the weekends to be better if you're not drinking really this is possible for you if that's what you want now i do understand that this will probably seem that i'm asking you to believe in the impossible right especially if you've tried giving up alcohol before without success but think about it i mean really logically think about this to change your life you need to create something in your future that does not yet exist something brand new because otherwise you would have created it already. Really what I'm saying here is that if you want something you've never had, you'll have to do something you've never done. Now when my coach first told me that, it was one of those aha moments people talk about. It was just so inspiring because I could really logically get my brain, my prefrontal around this, right? If you want something you've never had, you'll have to do something you've never done. So, looking taking that and working by extension looking back into your past as to what you've already achieved or haven't already achieved is going to be of little use so i want to offer that believing your goal is possible is the place to start now belief comes from our thoughts in fact a belief is a thought we've thought so often we no longer question it it's kind of like the fixtures and fittings in our brain So when we are seeking possibility, we want to start by looking at our thoughts, especially what we tell ourselves about what's possible for us. If you're anything like I was when I wanted to change my relationship with alcohol but didn't really know how to go about it, you may well be filling your head with all the reasons why it isn't possible for you, that you've tried and failed dozens of times before. You just like drinking too much, even when you don't that all your family over drinks, so you're just made that way. You're too old to change. Or perhaps you're thinking the sneakier version. What's the big deal about drinking a bit too much anyway? I mean, everyone else does it. Besides, it's not every night, and by other people's standards, what how much I drink is not particularly a lot, right? This is our brain kind of trying to talk ourselves out of making the change even when we want to. Now if you have thoughts like this, I get you. These thoughts may seem very real. You might be able to even give me years worth of proof as to why it's so. Perhaps you have overdrunk every Friday night for the last 10 years, but having this thought on repeat and believing it will always be so is not helpful. These kinds of thoughts just don't serve you, especially when you want to change. And you're listening to this podcast, my friends, so you clearly do, okay? So just remember that these kinds of thoughts don't serve you. Now the excellent news is that you can't think two thoughts at once. That is something that's impossible for us as humans. You will process one thought at a time even if the thoughts are fleeting, and even if you do dwell on others for a longer amount of time, you still can't think two thoughts at once. So first you want to clean up and clear out all the thoughts why changing your drinking habits are impossible, and make room for all the reasons why this is possible. Figure out what old thoughts are past their sell-by date and get rid of them so the new ones you'll be thinking as part of your transformation have room to set down root in your brain. Think about when you go food shopping. You're going to come home with all the new produce, but before putting it away, you clear out anything from your fridge that's old or gone off or wasn't eaten, and you're going to make place for the new products. You don't squish all the old uneaten food from last week and the week before and the week before that into the back corner of the fridge to fester taking up shelf space where you want to put fresh produce no you don't do that yet that's effectively what we do with our thoughts we think things like i really want to be able to drink less while continuing to harbor the thoughts such as i won't be able to do this I need to face it, I'm always going to struggle with alcohol, this just isn't possible for me, who am I fooling? Now one of the things I found so helpful when I was changing my drinking patterns was to surround myself with all the reasons why I wanted to cut back and all the ways I could believe that this would be possible for me, even if it was a one day, this will be possible for me one day. The more time I spent out of the convincing energy of why I wouldn't be able to make the change, the better. So pay attention to what you're thinking. Do a thought download. I recommend you do this every morning and inspect what's going on in your head. Write it all down, write it down without judgment. Then look at what you've written and question it. Decide if it's something you want to carry on thinking or not. Decide if these are the thoughts that help you on your quest to drink less. These less than helpful thoughts that are suggesting that you won't be able to do what's needed to make the change are gonna be a drag on your forward momentum. I wanna offer, it's like walking the wrong way along one of those travelators, you know, the types of things you get at airports. Every step you take forward requires huge effort because the travelator at the same time is forcing you backwards out of the, the direction you want to go yeah so these thoughts are really a drag on your forward momentum and here's the thing you can't hide from yourself because you're the one doing all the thinking of these thoughts so finding out what you're actually thinking about alcohol is so powerful inspect it and be ready to make changes from that place next I want to offer that you can use your imagination just live in imagination to ask what's possible Direct your brain to create the life you want, using your imagination, and right? you can do this right now. Now, some of you out there might be thinking, I'm not very good at using my imagination, and I want to call you out on that, because I bet you're probably really good at imagining all the bad stuff, all the things that could go wrong, like when you lie awake at night fretting it's you know, 3 a.m., You're lying there worrying about things you haven't done, things you need to do or about things that haven't even happened yet. It's crazy. We worry about them as though they have happened, as though, you know, all of that bad stuff is inevitable. We worry about tomorrow and whether you'll be able to change your drinking habits once and for all. Now, you're probably very skilled at this kind of imagination. I bet you're able to jump straight to the worst case scenario when imagining what's possible. Most of us are. If you're short of money, I bet you could list dozens of reasons why you'll lose what little you do have. Even though it hasn't happened yet, and even if it may not actually happen, that won't matter. Your imagination will happily fill in the blanks, because it's become very adept and very efficient at doing this, because our brains like to keep us safe. But safe does not bring growth. You, my friend, are seeking growth because you are listening to this podcast, So instead, I want to offer that you can put your brain to work. I want you to use that same imagination, the same imagination skills to do the opposite to the way you've been running it, running the show for years. I want you to instead use your imagination to identify possibility. Consider how cool it would be to think about your brain as a tool you've been given to use, because actually that's what it is. Our brains are there for each of us to use we just neglected our brain we haven't really told it what to do so it's just trying to get good at whatever it keeps repeating which left up to our brain will always be the easiest choice so left alone the brain will decide you're always going to carry on drinking when faced with temptation because that's what you've always done shabbily on the couch here we come So we are going to point it in the other direction to see that it's totally possible for you to change your drinking habits. By using your imagination to seek possibility, you learn to look forward, to embrace discomfort rather than run away from it. You learn how to forego pleasure in the here and now to create the exact life you want tomorrow. But how do we do that? Well, two of the best ways I know to direct your brain are to ask questions and set goals. Deciding a new thought, such as, I'm going to succeed at drinking less, takes one second, or maybe even less. But practicing it, the work to deliberately think it on purpose again and again and again, takes work. Choose a really exciting goal that you think about every day. Look at the goal every day and tell your brain, that's what i want you to focus on brain when it came to drinking my thought my goal was that i wanted to not want it i wanted alcohol to be to me exactly what ice cream is i just don't want it because i just don't like it your brain needs to be thinking about what it wants repeatedly and then that's what it will go about the business of achieving for you the second thing you can do to support yourself in your transformation is to ask yourself great questions. What can I do today that gets me closer to my goal? What do I want to learn today? What can I think today that will create a lot of positive emotion? When you ask your brain questions, it can't help but find answers. That's what the brain is trained to do. It loves to answer questions. But if you ask it a really horrid or a really negative question, it's gonna give you a lot of negative thoughts in response. Why am I so tired? Why am I so stupid? Why can't I ever do what I say I will? Why can't I ever learn? If you ask yourself those kind of questions, it's gonna give you answers, right? It's a a question answering machine. It's gonna give you lots of thoughts to think. It's gonna be very well armed. But these will be the same thoughts you've been thinking since goodness knows how long, or the reasons why you're always so tired all the reasons why you're always so stupid, all the reasons why you never learn when it comes to drinking. But asking questions instead like, what do I have to be thankful for? What do I love right now? How am I so much further along? Those are questions that are going to get your brain focused in the right direction. They're going to serve you. They're going to tell your brain what to do. And it's going to come up with a lot more positive action it'll come up with lots of really helpful thoughts that will have you making progress towards your goal. Not necessarily thoughts like, I'm a superstar and can achieve anything I put my mind to. If you are unlikely to believe that from day one, I know I certainly didn't. But for sure, thoughts like, I know the next best step to take. And even if I don't know it for certain, well, I can make a very good guess. Once you've got those thoughts, you need to practise them. I suggest you put them on sticky notes or put them on three by five index cards and post them where you'll see them on a regular basis remind yourself what you want your brain to be thinking you need to feed it what you want it to do it's just like a computer now the really excellent news is that your brain doesn't really care if it thinks negative thoughts or positive thoughts it's just a thinker it just does what it's told if it's been told to think nothing wonderful is possible, then that's what it knows how to do really well. If it's been told to think you have the capability and the courage to achieve whatever you decide to put your mind to, then that's what it knows how to do really well. And the even more fantastic part is that you are the one to decide how to change that. If you want to think different thoughts, you're the one who can decide these and program them in by practicing thinking them every day. And you can start right this second, even before this podcast has ended, though please do listen to the end. But also please remember that your brain wants to be efficient. So if you don't stay vigilant and don't do daily practice, your brain is gonna default into the mode it's done so far and it knows really well. And as we've just discussed, Those are gonna be the less optimal thoughts around changing your drinking. A few quick words on failure tolerance as this pertains to this practicing new thoughts. If you're creating something new, anything new in your life, you're not gonna get it right first time. I bet you had several if not multiple lessons when you learned to drive. You made mistakes, you forgot what you were doing, you may even have had a minor accident. It's no different when you explore the other forms of possibility in creating an intentional life for yourself. So you're going to need to up your failure tolerance. Expect things to not go right the first time, the second time, the third, the 20th time. Be willing to fail in order to learn and move forward. And I actually have a specific podcast on this. I think it's episode 13, uh, 100 Fails. Finally, for today in possibility, let's just talk briefly about visualization. It's a great way, it's a really great way to spark the feeling of possibility in your body. You've likely heard of visualization or one form of it or another. Go to the place where you've already achieved your goal. Now, this might be, for instance, that you've quit drinking or that you're able to just drink one glass of wine on a Friday night with ease now i want you to rather than just saying you know that's what i want and then repeating ad nauseum, that as a kind of affirmation i want you to really go into the detail close your eyes if it helps it does for me what does that future you tell you right what was the secret to her to your success how would she answer the questions you have today right the questions you're struggling with what would you do differently with her knowledge and with her experience with the goal in front of you that's to be accomplished because she's achieved it already. So she knows how to get there. What would she wear? Where would she live? How would she speak? What would she be reading? What would she be doing with her time? But then take it further. Lean into the possibility of that new future. Really experience it in your body before it's real. Start to understand how it can be. This means you're gonna start taking action from that place. You find out what works. You find your path, your how. There's a huge difference between kind of pretending you're that future version of you and actually being that person now. It's the difference between people sticking to not drinking for weeks and then going straight back to drinking every day like before because during the process of changing their drinking patterns they weren't believing in themselves they didn't see themselves as the person who could enjoy life without drinking ever again they didn't see it was possible so they were worried about drinking three glasses of wine a night again right that was sort of sitting in their brain they stayed in the head of their past self who thought she wasn't able to enjoy life without drinking So even though they'd actually cut back on their drinking, their belief in themselves hadn't moved forward. It was they were still that that drinking version of themselves who were kind of just play acting at the non-drinking thing. It was as though it was happening to someone else. And then it's only a matter of time before they revert back to that past self and the wine starts flowing as much as before. Instead, by imagining yourself as that future version of you before you have the evidence that you can do it. You become that person by being that person now. So by the time you get to that future, it will just literally be who you are. And what greater reward is there for yourself? So in summary, to access possibility, you're gonna want to clean out any old thoughts that don't serve you because you can't think two things at once. You want space for your new possibility thoughts direct your brain into thinking what you want to see as possible rather than what it'll just serve up as you know what you've been able to achieve so far ask yourself the right questions to flush out possibility develop a tolerance for failure and decide to be the future you right now so what do you believe is possible for you what do you want to make possible for your life for your future do you want to give up drinking entirely to have it out of your life what do you want to drink in moderation, but with ease? Really go to that place, really believe it's true. Use your future to flow into your life to create it in your present now. If this resonates, but you don't think you can go it alone, I can help. And even if you think you can do this work on your own, but you just want results fast, working with a coach is the way to go. Book a call with me to find out just what's possible for you in your situation. Go to 90dayslater.co and click the blue button to book a call or you can email me on anna at 90dayslater.co. This 60-minute consultation call is completely free. And after that call, whether you decide to work with me or not, you will never again allow your brain to tell you that changing your drinking habits is not possible. That's all from me and I'll see you next week. If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.